Thank you so much for pulling up a chair and joining us for Dinner Table Talks. We have a lot to talk about. You can always learn more and help us spread the word all across social media. That's at our Dinner Table Talks on Facebook and Instagram. And for you Twitter users, it's dinner underscore talks. Visit our website at dinnertabletalks.com and send us an email at talk at dinnertabletalks.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us at the dinner table. I am super excited to kick off this one, but I want to remind you to go back to episode one if you want to know a little bit about what Dinner Table Talks is all about. Interestingly enough about this one, this one is going to be way off what we normally do anyway, I think. The reason is, is because we just got back from an ACL weekend with our four kids. Joe. Hi. What do you have to say about this all? We had so much fun at ACL. We ate so much awesome food that we said, let's just go back and do an ACL episode. And I think it was your idea to say, let's break it up into two parts. Yeah, I think we had a we had a day one, we had a day two, and uh, and I think we'll uh, talk about it that way. And I think it'll be fun to just get a little bit off topic. I wouldn't say that it's it's definitely things we talked about at the dinner table, one way or the other. ACL stands for Austin City Limits Music Festival. It happens in Austin the first two weekends in, of October. And as we mentioned in an episode or two ago, we have gone golly ever since we started dating. We went the first year in 2013. I think so. And we, we have missed two years over mm-hmm. those amount of years. And it's uh, three days in Austin. It's at Zilker Park. And I think that we have kind of, we had so much fun this year with all four kids there. Yeah. We eventually found our way. I'm sure we'll talk about that. We had a lot to learn about taking the girls. Right. Taking a (laughs) a 13 at the time. Now she's 14 and 15 year old girl. And we, as much as we talk about my health, we can't ignore that it is a reality in our life. And we did not go on Sunday because we were so exhausted. We were so tired. And And I don't think anybody argued with you when you got up and went, I don't think we're doing day three. uh, Yeah. So Sunday morning, the third day. We would have seen that night Cardi B, and I think everyone was excited about seeing Cardi B. I'm bummed that I didn't see Cardi B. And I just got up and I said, everyone is exhausted. I think we're just going to have an Austin day and we're going to go home. And I was expecting, but no, we didn't get any of that. Not much of it, no. So we went up Friday morning, Yeah. uh, which is the first night of the festival. And the headliners that night were Guns N' Roses versus Tame Impala. Now the headliners are the end of the the end of the night and there's two battling one another so to speak two in competition with one another but during the day there are eight to ten i can't remember stages where there's always four to five bands playing all over this venue they're putting things against each other that they think will split the audiences correct guns and roses which is of course 80s and 90s heavy metal versus tame impala which is very current alt music which is an interesting part of the whole conversation you'll hear from us because we tend to like it all and there's a generational gap now bigger than ever when you take that 14 and 15 year old girl with you yep. they want to see different acts that at least i am curious about and seeing. of course we've got to go see what they're going to see for the most part that this time we had to anyway or so, that was the plan so friday morning we're trying to get there as quickly as we can our sons are going to be driving in from college basically and they're eager for us to get there and and we haven't seen them in weeks, so just that alone, getting to reunite with our boys for and, our weekend. And we know that when we see them, they're going to go, hi, where's our armbands? And <laughs> take off, because they're off wanting to do their own thing, of course. But before we get to that, you'll remember last week, Aislinn, we created a new stinger. It is time for... 
unanswered questions. What did you think? Uh. The only unanswered question that I can remember from last week, this is the time of the episode where we talk about what we were pulling out of our ass last week rather than being, you know, authorities on it. Right. You asked me, what is the word meta? What is the word meta I think we said meta like... At least three or four times well, in became, the last it, episode. It became a little thing. But meta basically means, and it's a very difficult word to describe verbally. And when you read the definition, I've got the Webster's here in front of me. I've got Urban Dictionary here in front of me. It basically means self-referential. Talking about yourself in the context of the whole. So when, when you were mentioning your daughter's specific thing, I was like, that's so meta. But then I started thinking about it. The whole podcast is meta because it's our life. Right. Is it? The whole podcast is, well, we're doing... It's our dinner talks. It's if our... If we were doing a podcast about doing a podcast, right? If we were doing a podcast about doing a podcast, then that, it, that would be meta. meta. But for us to reference things that are in our life means that we should not call it meta. So we named the episode, this episode is so meta. That's last week's episode. And I don't think I'm ever going to use that term ever again when it comes to us talking about ourselves. That's the whole point of this thing. <laughs> Plus, I mean, you know, we're so meta. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I appreciate this unanswered question thing. I think it gives us the ability to kind of like just go with it and talk about things. But then it gives us the ability to kind of go back. We've talked about not having, we just don't have a lot of experience with this. You, you have more experience with it than I do. True. But I will tell you that I listen back on things and I think, did I just make up a word? <laughs> I think I just said a word that's not got, a real word. <laughs> you got on to me because I didn't correct you whenever you had used a word incorrect. You, I used you, you words, did not get on to me. That's I not accurate. I had to look it up to see. Like, I think I just said a word that's not a real word. Right. You did that a few episodes ago. Yeah. And you were and, like, if you're going to interrupt me, that's fine. Yeah, fine. Because we interrupt each other. Or listen. And if I say something really stupid, say you said something really stupid but, or, or don't even call it stupid. Just go, did you mean spectrum? What was the word that you were, that you didn't like that you said? I, I can't said even remember right now. I said in the specter of teenagers. Okay. Like, but what does that even mean? It's just me running my mouth is what it is. And anybody I, that knows, anybody, including my staff, anybody that's ever sat in a room and listened to me talk, they've heard me say words or, uh, or use other people's names that don't make any sense at all. But they know me well enough to know that they just roll with it because it's not like... I'm going to keep my ears open for you using words incorrectly and you please do the same thing for me. Now let's get deep, deep, let's deep get into, into the, ACL. Let's get into the ACL. Yeah. So if, when we're going to travel, I don't want to cook that morning and I will go get breakfast tacos. But I can't imagine that the breakfast tacos we had from Santa Rosa that morning are our favorite meal of the day. I can eat. I eat that like once a week. Yeah, so. Of course. I mean, but I, I just eat the guts out. It's, so. it's breakfast tacos. Right. Nothing ever goes wrong when there's a breakfast taco in your hand. Mean egg and cheese. Egg, avocado, a la mexicana, which means that with the egg, they cook jalapenos, onions, and tomatoes. And you ate those. You, you ate it out of the center of the taco for a while. When I'm trying to the... lose a pound or two. But let's use this opportunity to talk about how we are loving those Siete brand tortillas in our life. You know what I want to mention that Siete is not yet sponsoring us. Oh, no, they will. They, they don't realize it yet. <laughs> because we're they're, about pretty, to, they're pretty freaking awesome. We're about to launch this thing. 
In the meantime, we're creating content and putting it up, but we want, I don't even know how many episodes in the can online before we launch. I was hoping we'd get through the, 10. No, no, well, I don't know, maybe 10, but I was really just hoping we'd get through the ACL weekend. Okay, and so then that's, once we get through that, then. That's two episodes, which would put us at eight. And yeah. then we launch? Might as well go to 10 if we're going to get to eight. Okay. So yeah, so we'll get a little bit further, but. Even though Siete is not sponsoring us, and they probably will be someday because mm -hmm. we eat their stuff. I ate lime and chili tortilla chips. You ate the whole darn bag. The whole in bag. In one sitting. It was Thank ridiculous. God I tasted one before. It was so good. You handed me the bag to open because, you know, manly. I could have just, I I just licked the, the stuff off the chips, but, yeah. but I ate when I had ate the chips too. Okay. Go, go look up Siete Foods and use those as grain-free alternatives to essential, essential dining tortilla chips and tortillas. They do a good job. They do. They're delicious. Onward. We got... To Austin, I don't think I can't think of anything worth really talking about in the car ride up, except that we were jamming to ACL music, trying to cram before we got to the show. Yeah, and and we only had one one kid in the car, oddly. Right. Because as you mentioned in the last episode, there was right. a the, funeral that the, had to. We all joined in Austin after yeah. the funeral. Yeah. So we had Lily, and she put those headphones in, oh, and yeah, yeah. fell asleep. My kids fall asleep in the car, so. That happened, I'm sure. And then we got to the thing where it's like, okay, I don't know exactly what time we want to get to the show. We know what time the boys in Savannah are showing up, but it's time for us to eat a meal. And then we got into that conversation. Yeah. Where are we going well, to eat? Well, and I think I think we actually had gotten in that conversation like all the way in San Antonio. So, and then you're like, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Well, I wish you could do something quick. And I'm like, we're going to we're going to Austin. What what do you mean do something quick? Because I wanted to get on up to the. Uh, show but you're right and you know what if i'd have understood one of the shows that i missed the rack and tours oh my god miss jack, jack white. white yeah you you were not in a hurry you wanted a leisurely <sighs> stroll through austin eating all this amazing but, and, food it's not also, available in our hometown it's true and you missed true, jack white it's true that's true but it was worth it because we ended up accidentally discovering right near our hotel yeah an ethiopian restaurant I'm not going to ask you what your favorite meal was. You don't tell me. Let's talk about all the food we ate on day one, and then we'll look back and see what our favorite meal of the day was. Okay. I have never eaten Ethiopian food. You so told me that you had eaten it one time prior. My mom and Cortland went to New York City for graduation. We stayed in... Cortland's the, graduation. Cortland's like graduation. Like a gift to him for yes. his... Yeah. Yes. Took him, to, took him on a trip to New England. We went to New York City. We went to Boston. We went, of course, to Maine, Portland, that area, because I have family from up there. So if I'm going that direction, I'm always going to go to Maine. But when we were in New York City, we stayed in an Airbnb in Hell's Kitchen, and within walking distance from our Airbnb was an Ethiopian restaurant. How did you guys, of all of the cuisine available in New York City, why did you land on Ethiopian then? I meant to ask you that. Well, okay, so like right after we got off the airport, right when we figured out where we were going, we, we just ran into this Italian food restaurant, which Cortland will tell you. I think you actually, when you told me. He did. Yeah, when, you, when he told you, did, I heard y'all ate it in New York City, Ethiopian. We just say Ethiopian. What, what did he say? He said. It wasn't my favorite, did. right? I said, what did you think? It was my first experience, and he said, I do remember the Ethiopian food experience, but it wasn't my favorite. My favorite was this Italian food restaurant that you're referring to. Yes, and it was. It was great. So we went and ate that. Getting around New York City is, it's a lot. You're getting around, and you're doing a lot of walking, and we had traveled, and, and so I think it's just where we, like, it was somewhere nearby, and it was something interesting, and I think we might have walked past it. The Ethiopian food restaurant? Ethiopian. What did I say? Ethiopian. Yeah. And, 
And also, you know early, my friend Ethian. Yeah, you also said Ethian earlier. So did I? Yeah, since we're correcting each other. Well, why we don't I? Why don't I slow down? <laughs> so you had had Ethiopian one time before. Yes. Now, and I, I remembered that it was like you get this giant pan and they put like a crepe on top of it, mm -hmm. and then they put blobs of stuff. And well, that sounds appetizing. Well, and it was easier for me to describe it to you because you because we eat Indian food, right? And Indian food is kind of that same. It's you know, curries, the, yeah, the, blob, the blobs. Right. And Lillian is... She tolerates our she, nonsense. Yeah, she's pretty How does tolerant. Ethiopian food sound? Whatever. Yeah, Dills just eat. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's grown up with me. Right. And it's been that way her whole life. Now, the name of the place that we landed in... And so it's Cortland. Think about it. We're on a trip. Well, you told me he was your sushi buddy growing up. Like, he actually was. He was the first person that ever ate sushi with me in College Station, Texas, when no cowboy was eating sushi. He was eating sushi with me. The name of the place was Habesha. Habesha. And we walked into essentially an empty restaurant. It was but like it was two like or three p.m. in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. And that meant we had a very attentive waiter. Now, do you remember the waiter's name? Because we've made friends with this guy, and now I can't even remember his name. It was an Ethiopian name. I'm not even, even going to try it because that would offend somebody. Okay. Um, but it, he was super nice. I'm. If it was a name like. John or Susie or whatever, I might not remember it anyway because I'm so terrible with names. So, but this was we a really... did that thing that we do, where we say, we I, I have never had Ethiopian food. We are here to have an experience. What exactly would you recommend? And he was so he was great, so nice. Yeah. I mean, he was so he explained everything. We talked about how I couldn't eat grain. He was like, oh. Then he said, well, you're not going to be able to eat the injera, right. which is the crepe. The crepe, the bread, they call it, uh -huh. but it's a, it's a very thick, soft crepe. Yeah, you're right, crepe. It's like a crepe. Like a tortilla, but more airy. Yeah. Not dense like a tortilla. Do you know what an... What, I, I, I actually looked it up that day, what injera is made out of. I don't but know. I don't remember. No, we'll have, I don't know. We'll have to come back to that, I think. Unanswered questions. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. So what did we order? Uh, I have no idea what we ordered, but I know it's that right we ordered... It's right there in front of you on a piece of paper. Oh, well, I know that we ordered... Um... <laughs> Is that why you printed this thing out? Yes. Oh, my God. I knew you'd want to tell our Ethian story. Our Ethian... <laughs> Where we met our friend whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm not even His going to try. His name was Ethian. Now it's all coming together. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I want to I guess, but I, I know I'm going to offend somebody if, if I try to guess it. If you're an Ethiopian food fan, you're going to find this very ridiculous because we are novices trying to explain why you should have this experience if you never had. So I ordered, it was a vegetar a vegetable plate, right. and it was glops of vegetables. So are, are these all the things that were on? Each the, one of these you circled? Correct. Okay. Look down at the bottom, and you'll see the whole the, thing. The Habesha veggie combo. There you go. Is, one, is, is the main thing that we ordered. We actually do put thought into this podcast. Aislinn just forgets that we have. I don't forget. I'm just kidding around we with you. We think about it. It's very nice. So kick alicha wat. Mm -hmm. which is slightly pureed yellow split peas simmered in mild sauce, onion, herbs, and spices. And you're going to get about a three-quarter cup sample of that. Is that what it was? About, about that. It was maybe, not a lot. Yeah, maybe a cup, a three-quarter cup, and it's just mounded right there, and then they go kind of in a circle around the edge of this big crepe. This was one of my favorites. That Injera I bread. This was one of my favorites. Anything with the lentils in it was good. Masir Wat. I, wat must be lentils. I'm going to guess that because that's in all of these words that have a lentil in it somewhere. Spicy lentils stewed and simmered in babir sauce. That mm -hmm. was like a red sauce, right? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, and those, then, were, those were delicious. And then uh, Shiro Wat is Ethiopian roasted chickpeas simmered in onion and garlic. Collard greens go is called gomen. 
fresh cabbage and, sauteed and cooked with garlic and ginger. That's tequil goman. Yeah, and it was like those collard greens was like, like I said, about a three-quarter cup size portion of deliciously cooked collard greens. Te- tegabino shiro. Shiro wat served in a clay pot while simmering. I don't remember a clay pot. I don't think we had a clay pot. No, I think that they probably spooned that onto the plate as a sample. Yeah. It was cooked in a clay and pot. Then and then it had served. some hummus fit fit, which oh, mm-hmm. I didn't eat any of the hummus fit fit because it had injera in it. Yeah, it had taken the bread and torn off pieces and put it into a traditional hummus. Added some kind of spice that I'd never recognized from any kind of Mediterranean restaurant that I'd been to. But man, it was so good. It was good. I figured out what it was because when I asked him, I told him, this is my favorite. What's that one? Mm-hmm. Azifa. Yeah. That was one of I the remember, you're right. beet, yeah. there were beets, beets. and azifa. Yeah. And then we also ordered two meat things. Just one, just the chicken for Lily. And then we had one too. Oh, I you're think, right. I think we had a beef and it was the one he suggested You're to right. Us. We had too much food. It was a lot of food, but it was really yeah. delicious. And so then I asked, so he brings it out. It's got like a, I don't know the name. It'll be an unanswered question. It'll be uh, the sombrero, like a, a, a straw lid. He brought it out. Yeah. Big reveal big presentation uh-huh. and i do that thing that i do and i say now aislin here tells me that maybe we're supposed to eat with our hands or because it was purell on the table yes yes and i'd never been to a restaurant ever with purell yes. on the table yeah and i said why is there purell on the table and i said i bet it's like uh i bet we eat with our hands and we ate with, with our hands in a place where they even after the dinner was over where they came and washed our hands mm-hmm. when we were in san francisco right yeah, that was um um Mel- no uh, i'm having a brain fart Sultan, no. Persian, <laughs> no. Persian food. Yeah, but I can't remember. It oh, was, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, isn't it? That was one of that was when we stayed at the Peace, Love, and Happiness, Happiness. on Height Street. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so when are we going on vacation again? Right. We need to clearly. So we, um, I asked our nameless waiter, Ethian. He's not nameless. What? How, now, how how do we eat this? Can you? I'd like to eat this traditionally. Can you please explain how? And I think he, I think he'd rather have that question than can I have a fork, please? Because there's no utensils on the table. Well, they, he ended up bringing us forks, of course. just to be kind. But, right. But no, he was like, yes, you tear a piece off, of and, 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 and of you bread. start, and you started tearing it, and I think he thought you were going to take the big side. Uh-huh. So he goes, no, no, not that much, and right. and you're like, oh, and he goes, oh yeah, yeah, that much. Right. And so then you take it and then you just reach down and you grab a little piece, uh-huh. you know, and yeah. he goes, and he goes, the way I would do it is I would grab a little of this and a little of this. I would grab both of them at the same time. And you were like, I think I'll be lucky if I get both of them. Or I think I'll get lucky if I'll get one of them in there. So if you've got nine things to choose from on a sampler, that is, you know, a mathematical function of different combinations that you can put together to, to just make this little, every single bite is custom for you and of course i was eating with a fork right lame but whatever i did have one little pinch because i was like what does it taste like i can't remember the bread the waiter asked us oh, did did you like it yes the food was delicious what did you think of the injera and lillian and joe were kind of like oh, it was okay it was kind of cold and he was like oh no that's how you eat it unless you come at the beginning of the day yeah. if you come at the beginning of the day it's you get the fresh the Brand new made stuff. Well, hot off of the, probably the crepe maker, but I'm sure oh, in Ethiopia it's called something different. I'm sure they have a big pan, some kind different. of a pan, yeah. Yeah, that was delicious. That was then good. we make our way to the hotel, then we deci- then it's time to go. Are we going to get into the whole ticket thing? You want to talk about the anxiety that you caused me? I can. Ugh. This year I did something a little different, and that was because a couple of years ago when we had the boys, we decided to go to the third day when we didn't intend on going, and we bought tickets from a scalper. 
So we showed up with no tickets, but I knew that we'd be able to get them. That was not going to be a problem. But so I got my, I got the tickets to ACL from a scalper. Now, before you get mad at me for that, because that creates a secondary market that isn't good for anybody, I will never, ever, ever do that again. Thank you, because you caused me and everyone else anxiety. However, it was one of the most interesting 45 minutes to an hour <laughs> that I have ever spent. And I know everything now about scalping. You I'm, know everything they want you to know. That's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> Except that, like, it got a little more friendly than, than it might normally get if it's, if you're mm. going for a quick transaction. That's, that's you. you. You're friendly. Well, sure. And uh, anyway, we got our tickets. And I guess I'll well, stop there the, because now that yeah. I tell the story about having bought the tickets from a scalper, I, I, I may anger too many people. I will never do it again. You already angered. You got yelled at by me and and Savannah. If you hadn't had those tickets in your hand that day, you would have gotten yelled at by Savannah anyway, too. So we got in no problem. So you already got. He already got the anger backlash of. We we got in no problem. I won't do that again. But it was a fascinating experience. I got to meet Tony. I got to meet Dwayne. I got their numbers in my uh, cell phone in case we ever decide to go to Austin for a last minute show. I've got I've got my contacts. Yeah. Well, we got in. We took, we took our family picture at the gate. We did. And that, I, that was, I'm so glad we did that right then when we did it. Because that was the only time that all six of us were together. In the daylight. Yeah, that was the only day that we were there walking in together. And it was a great picture. And I just, that was the best part of it for me. What? Just the all the family camaraderie? The six kids. And just. The six of us? I love our six pack. I love the J-Hack crew. I just think it's like, I almost like feel a little teary about it. Cause it's just, it means so much to me. Well, while you dab your eyes, I'll explain. This is a huge park in Austin and, uh, the concert stages ring the outside. And then right in the middle is a, is one of the smaller stages. And then you've got, you've got the big v- stone vendors. The, you've yeah. got, mm-hmm. This year, they, this year they stretched it out even further. Oh, they did. They so took in more space even this more, year. They put out like all kinds of chairs to sit on and, and they did it all under a real shady area, mm-hmm. which the weekend that we went mm-hmm. compared to the second, oh, I have never, ever, 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 ever in all the years looking at ACL pictures ever seen people in parkas. Yeah. And, and, uh, and things on their heads. Yeah. And, and beanies. And that we, was the second weekend. We went the first weekend, and the first weekend was of October. Like it was the hot, it might've been the hottest time we've ever been there. It I, was blazing hot. And one of the things that they do at ACL <laughs> that is a very good service is that if you take your, you can't take in liquids, you can't take in a edibles. I saw somebody's edibles get picked up. Oh, oh yeah, the, the Rice Krispie, Krispie Treat. Treats. So it's like, why, what did you think was going to happen? How did, you didn't think you were going to be able to hide those. <laughs> there, well, there was no shortage of weed at ACL this year. Oh, As this no. thing becomes decriminalized across the country, I have, I mean, there's always been weed at ACL. You can smell it. You can see it. You can, it's just what it is. But this year, like yeah. walking just through the open, airy yeah. places, you could smell it everywhere. Yeah. Just a little observation. <laughs> then there's the food area, and it's all local food. They do a very good job at bringing in local yeah, vendors. Yeah, and they have vegan options and vegetarian they do. options. They're very, very, and very... We, we didn't actually end up eating a meal there. No. But had we, I'm pretty sure I could have even found something grain-free. Well, certainly, because, certainly. There's yeah. a cra- big, big craft beer tent, but then the rest of the bars are all over, have, you know, nine selection. There's no Miller Lite, I don't think. There was probably Miller Lite in the regular beer stands. Miller Lite I'll and post then... It. I took a picture of the uh, menu. I'll post lo- it on our uh, Facebook page. That one that we used to always drink, or that maybe the one you drank. What, what were you I drinking? I drank Coors Banquet beer. Oh. I drank good old-fashioned Coors. Well, I will tell you, you're, speaking you're, of the being available to the masses, 
there was... And that's when I didn't go to the craft beer tent, by the way. Sometimes right. That craft beer tent was way far away from some of the areas. So when I went to just one of the bars nearby, I got a, just a good old-fashioned Coors Banquet. Speaking of the being able being available to the masses, they want to sell something to every single person that's there. Of course th- they do. Three times, times three uh-huh. at least. Right. What did I drink all weekend? Cider. Ciders. Right. You're a big a, old grain-free like, beer. I would have. I mean, I will tell you on a weekend that on another weekend when we would have been there and we were drinking beer, we probably would have had one beer in our hand and we would have shared it. But this time I had one drink, a cider, and he Actually, had a beer. Actually, that's not how we do it because I'm not going to make that many runs for the bar. I'll get one for each of us. And do that's, you? Yeah. It always feels like we just have one. No. You're talking about Imperial, by the way. Yeah, Imperial. That's what, that's what we usually past. always drink they is Imperial. Have, I don't recall them having that this year. Anyways, it was, uh, it was nice to be able to have my own koozie, my own drink without, you know, feeling like... Because at the beginning, when we, fir- when we first got this day, like day one when uh-huh. we first got there... I thought I was going to have to be carrying around some crappy-ass wine the whole weekend yeah. and some crappy-ass cup. I was like, this is going to blow. I'm not going to want this. But you got your cider and you then were you having... Then you showed up with a big old can of cider. Tall boy. What was that brand, do you know? I don't remember. That's we're, an... We're, we're, answered... we're coming back to it. We're I'm coming not going to whisper it anymore. Because it was talked about. Like, yeah. like, I saw several people talking about it on their like Instagram feeds and stuff like that. Like, yeah, thank God for the cider. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, there's a bunch of us freaks out there. So we missed the tours. I'm super bummed about that, by the way. And a lot of shows, a lot of people had pictures of it. And then I saw, you need to go back and look at some of those pictures of Jack White. Why? Because he looks really bad. Well, maybe he just looked like a raconteur. Maybe that was just his character for, this, for these shows. I hope so. He didn't look good. You need to look at some pictures. I'll go back and look. He looked very white and bloated. Well, that's his last name. And not, then, not the like, bloated part. And then, you know, his hair, which yeah. isn't, you know, how his hair normally is. Right. He kind of looked like, um, oh, son of a beach. What's uh, the, uh, what's the, uh, what's the. Uh, You're not the giving me any information. <laughs> Robert Smith? Thank you. Yeah. He kind of looked like Robert Smith, but a little skinnier. Yeah. We'll get to Robert Smith <laughs> next less, week. With less red, red lipstick on. We'll get to Robert Smith next <laughs> week. So we went straight to the music. Lil Uzi Vert. Who's who we would have seen? No, the your daughter especially was dying to see Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, and Cortland too. Cortland oh. was like, "That's who I want to see." On the way up there, all of a sudden, Lily goes, "Lil Uzi Vert canceled." Right. How did you know that? How did she know that? Twitter. Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I text Cortland. Cortland, how did you know that? Twitter. We send him a picture, a screenshot of it. Well, he tells me apparently Lil Uzi Vert doesn't want to play for Cortland Campbell because this is the third time oh. I've been to a show that he's canceled. I didn't know that. Apparently, he didn't cancel second weekend, though. Okay. Because there's some pictures out there. Okay. He, sh- he played on it. Anyway, so Lil Uzi Vert. So Burgess we went was, so to we, his we saw somebody, replacement. I'd have to look back at who it was, but he was good. Yeah, he it was, was good. He was just a... DJ. Yeah, DJ. Mm-hmm. EDM kind of... Well, right. no, it wasn't even EDM. It, it was, was more like... Yeah. DJ. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. That was kind of chill. Then moved over to Tom York. Now, Tom York, you got to talk about your love affair with Tom York and Radiohead. I love Tom York. I have been a Tom York fan since... I was too young to even know what Tom York and Radiohead was. I right. mean, I just, like, early 90s, just... Yeah. No, no, early, early 90s. Well, Radiohead hit the alternative scene big, big time with their, you know, creep. Oh, I love it. And they've gone on to oh, become, like, this art- artistic force. He is such an amazing, amazing artist. Now, two or three times ago, when we went to ACL, we actually saw Radiohead. Yeah, I think in 2017 and is when we saw Radiohead. And that was a huge show. Even the, one of the biggest stages a, headliner. Yeah. But this Tom York show, I was remarked. I, I remarked, this is a very small crowd for Tom York. I was standing York. next to a 40-year-old man 
You could tell he's my, one of my age folk. Right. And he was like, yeah. And he played blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what the name of the song is. I'm not good like that. And he was like, he goes, I cannot believe. We were like, I don't know. I'm not good with yards. How many yards away were we from Tom York? 30. Oh my God. Yeah. I like, I could see his little man bun. But he didn't play one Radiohead song. He was just there to do his stuff. I had just seen Anima not that long ago. and That's his short film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, have, did you watch it yeah, yet? Yeah, of course. What'd you think? It was great. The whole time he was playing and singing, that's what I was thinking about. Just like how that video was done. It was just so cool. Now the girls were bored to tears. <sighs> what else? And then later on in... And I'm like, Tom York is a legend. Yeah. And on and day on day no, two... No, no, it's kind of boring. That's what was the name of the artist that the girls drag, drug us to? Uh, and then she sang Creep by it Radiohead. Was, um, and I Kate, had to say... Caliucci. Uh, Caliucci. I, I said, you realize that, that Tom York wrote this song, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so good. So good, so good, so, so good. You, you were pleased with the Tom York show? I, yes. And good. then y'all kind of pulled me away because you wanted to go into Tame Impala and... Well, it was time for us and to... And I would have been happy with Tame Impala if we hadn't done it the way we did it. Now, the way that ACL is set up is that many years now, there are two stages right next to each other. One of the headliner stages where the bigger acts are. We saw Billie Eilish there the next day, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about next week. And then an adjacent stage where there's a smaller act, and that's where Tom York was. Mm-hmm. I believe that in years past, it was Avid Brothers on that small stage right into... Vampire Weekend on the large stage. So when you hit that back to back, we saw Avid Brothers on the big. We saw Avid Brothers on that same stage. We saw Avid Brothers on the Tom York stage. I don't think so. I promise you. I don't think so. Okay, well, I don't want to argue with you, but there have been plenty of times where we go back and forth to those yes. two stages. So if you play it just right, you can move. Where did we see Radiohead at? Which where, stage where were we, we on? Where you saw Guns N' Roses. Okay. And where we saw Kendrick Lamar, that, that same stage on the... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that I, I remember we were at the same place at Kendrick Lamar. Well, all of the kids wanted to see Tame Impala. And I'm slightly aware of Tame Impala. Oh, I, lo- I love Tame Impala. Tame Impala versus Guns N' Roses for the headlining show of yeah. the night. And I was down for Tame Impala. And our plan was to do Tame Impala and then run across the entire festival to see the last half hour of Guns N' Roses, who would be playing 30 minutes longer than Tame Impala. It didn't quite go that way. No, it didn't because... Now this gets into okay, the well, essential listen, listen, listen. parenting question of the entire weekend. First of all, our understanding was that we were going to stay with the girls. That's right. You know what I think? And this is one of the things when I was doing the survey for ACL, if they had ever asked if there was one complaint that I had, they didn't do the stages right this year. I, or maybe I just, I don't know. What do you mean? It, I felt that they were the same as they were every year. You mean the who, placement of the bands? Who they had on them. Okay. Because though that stage, that one, Tame Impala and Billie Eilish played it, that stage was insane. Like, so packed. And maybe the kids are, like, more into that than they used to be. I don't know, because we got up there with... We've gotten up there with different people before. Right. And we were kind of trying to make our way. It was... 30 minutes out. Say, 30 maybe, minutes prior to the show? Yeah. 30, okay. Yeah. People were on top of each other. Childish Gambino wasn't like that. Now that you say the that. The size of the stage. I understand. We, well, no. How they had compacted the crowd in front yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about this when we talk about The Cure tomorrow. We went back to that same stage and had a much more yeah, pleasant experience. Yeah. And we were asked closer, closer. I think that maybe Tame Impala just had a younger overall crowd and a larger younger overall crowd. And so therefore... 
Well, they, sh- they had them at the wrong stage. All of them were there. They had those two shows at the wrong okay, stage. So what, what, they should have had Tame and Paula at the other stage, and they should have had Guns N' Roses at that other we've stage. We've got the girls. I intend on giving them an awesome concert experience, and I think that what happened, and I think that what you're getting at, is that we found ourselves in the middle of the crush of the big main crowd. I couldn't do it. About three songs in, I was like, I am not going to make it. I have a habit of passing out in a crowd. And well, you, and th- well, when you say habit, this would have been the second time had it occurred second again. Second time. It was the second time with you. Cor- okay, that's true. I have a habit of passing out in crowds. And what is it? The heat? The claustrophobia? I can't breathe. And with this thing I'm dealing with right now, yeah. I, I can't breathe hardly anyway. I'm having okay. a hard time breathing anyway. So so I'm we're we're talking while the girls are jamming and it's like well we'll pull them back we'll let's get let's back up and now oh. I'm starting to feel like the bad guy because I'm like Ugh, you're the killjoy you're the I gotta blanket. kill the kids away I, and and because we had already taken them in mm-hmm. like I couldn't take them out if I'd already taken them in you if don't want to be the lame de- parent that says I can't handle this what you got what you kids are doing so well is that yeah. part of it no well. No, because if I because everybody knows I'm okay with being lame as long as we've made it clear that I'm going to be lame from the beginning. Right. So I pulled out, and Tame Impala apparently was an amazing show. It was incredible. It was incredible, and I'm not even rubbing it in. But you said I'm going to take. I'm going to go back. Yeah. And I said I'll come with you. Let's, I'll get the girls. We'll go. Mm-mm. And you said no. no you stay. stay. With the girls. And then you leave. Especially and, on the first night, I didn't know. And that's and, a full song of me going shit. I'm in trouble. Like, not in trouble. That's not even right. But just like, no, I got we didn't want to separate. I got back we did not want to separate. Oh, I didn't want to be by myself. No I, doubt about no that. No way. I'm not going to send you off by when yourself. When have I ever been by myself at ACL? Outside of just sitting there waiting for you to bring me a brew or whatever. Right, right, right. Okay, so I go and I sit down. I, I get all the way out of the... I, I, I mean, Catch I, your breath, I imagine. I'm taking... Like, I'm going a long way through a crowd of people. The just crowd like was that large. Pushing my way through uh-huh. to get out of a crowd of people to where I'm finally in the clear again. So I get into the clear, I sit down, I'm like, all right, I can jam to this, all right, cool. And then I'm like, you know what? Guns N' Roses is playing on the other side over there. And I bet there's a bunch of fogies like me over there. <laughs> Could you hear Guns N' Roses music? No, but I had heard, they, they kicked on before Tame Impala right, kicked on. Right, they played 30 minutes after and 15 minutes maybe before Tame Impala started. No, it had to have been more than that because they were already playing when we were moving from Tom York to okay. Tame Impala. And we stood in front of Tame Impala for a good 20 minutes, 30 minutes before they started. Right. Axel Rose kicked ass for a long time. So you texted me, I'm going to Guns N' Roses. Uh-huh. Then you texted me, don't cry, OMG. Then you texted me, November rain, November rain this is heaven, amazing. or whatever. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, I would have preferred to go to Guns N' Roses. <laughs> that, was my, I, that was my senior high school year. It was so, it was I wore really out good. the cassette of it, Appetite for Destruction. That was my, I was there. I mean, I, I was yeah. in high school when November rain came out. Mm-hmm. I was... You know, I was up toward the end, but I was already into Guns N' Roses. So Tame Impala But Guns N' Roses was still young when I, you know. Tame Impala ends, and I grab the girls, like we're running across the whole place, Uh like everybody else is, to watch the last 30 minutes of music for the night and the last 30 minutes of this show that I wanted to see. It was so much fun. And so we show, I'm I'm screaming, loaded like a freight train. Yeah. Uh Cry like an airplane. As as I'm running through, (laughs) people are laughing. Because I'm always entertaining. And always performing. And uh, we get there, and then the girls immediately plop plop down. down. Yeah. And let me do my thing. Uh While you and I text each other on how we can find one another. Oh, my God. Which doesn't work. (laughs) 
There's just I'm, too many people. I was next to the hat. Yeah, I was we next found to a the hat. cupcake. We were next to a hat. We did not see you anywhere. <laughs> I was next to a cupcake. Well, so uh, then the show ends. We meet up. Yeah, meet the boys. We're hot. We're exhausted. We're walking We've got out a mile, a mile walk back to our car, <laughs> yeah. which is just part of it, which is we completely... Both of us had blisters on our feet. Yeah. Or my flip-flops, which I wear all the I time. Think it was because I think Me too. My, my uh, Burks. I think it was because it was so hot. It was so sweaty. Hot and sweaty. I think we were just so sweaty. And then we do what we always do at the end of the first night of ACL. And it's perfect. And we go to Magnolia Cafe. Yep. In Austin on South Congress. Yeah. And eat late night breakfast. I don't even remember what I ate. I was so tired. I don't I, remember what you ate either. I got the all-American breakfast kind of thing with... Um, yeah. Sausage and eggs. Corlin and got some kind sp- of I split pancakes special with tacos and I don't know. That's really the first time where the six of us can sit together. And ca- and talk about, and they're, and, and Hunter is like going insane over at the Impala concert. because yeah, Tame Impala. Tame Impala concert. Mm-hmm. Because he was already up for them anyways. Yeah. He's a, he's a, Tame Impala is my second favorite band currently. Yeah. Then we talked about school a little bit. Talked about school. Talked about uh, both of the boys and their Grade respective schools. college experience. Yeah. We reminisce about the music and then we freeze because it was so cold in there. Oh, we you're start right. Ordering so coffee everybody's ordering coffee. Just to uh, get warmed up. And then we go back to the hotel room then, to get showered. And now for the second time, to my recollection, we've got these young kids and the old parents. Uh-huh. And the old parents are more awake, more alert. Do re- you think? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I was pretty asleep. I rem- all I remember about that night was getting back to the hotel room to take a shower, and I left H-E-B feet all over the shower floor because my feet were so dirty because we had our shoes off because our blistered feet. Because we're all crammed into what's called a suite. And one of the kids one of the kids goes, is that what you do at ACL? You go with your shoes off? And we're like, you do when you got blisters on your feet. Yeah, I just walked around with no shoes. <laughs> okay, so, so that was what day one. was your favorite meal of the first day? Well, of There's course. There's two was, to choose from. It was, of course, the Ethiopian food. Was it? It was, I, I remember it, first of all. I love, don't get me wrong, Magnolia Cafe for life. I say that you're right by a very slim margin because that was a memory, all six of us at ACL for the very first time. Yeah. And ACL next weekend, next year, 2020, will be in the same first two weekends of October, and we will be there weekend one. That's October 3rd through the 5th. And it'll be a different experience because then by then the girls will be a little bit older. And we will have uh, 52 more episodes under our belt of this thing, and maybe we can meet some people out there that enjoy the show. Hi, that would be cool. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Interesting. We're three hours south, three and a half hours south of Austin, so it's very convenient for us to go. And when the weekend is over, we can drive home tired and tell stories. I'm curious to know what the music festival is near you and if you are an active participant in it. Do you do? You do it? There's Coachella, there's Bonnaroo. Help me out. There's some others. There's a Houston Free Press show. I don't Houston. know. There's all kinds of things. Yeah, there's it, some EDM thing. And, and I'm talking about those big landmark ones. Yeah, there's a big landmark. I think in New York, there's a huge EDM festival. And then someone else was talking about, well, you talked to a guy. Who was going to a psychedelic uh, music festival in San Francisco the following week. Curiouser and curiouser. And that was prior to Childish Gambino, which you'll hear about next week. Oh, my God. But that's one of my favorite parts about ACL, too, is that the vibe is right. 
And when you get to those shows early and you're sitting on your blood, we have a backpack. We've got a real thin, what do you call that? A tapestry? Yeah, that's what I call it. Uh, a blanket tapestry. And we stick it in the backpack. We've got our water bottles in the backpack. And then yeah. we just pull that tapestry out. The music hadn't started yet. We go further back than we might end up during the show. We lay that thing out and we make friends with people around us. Yeah. It, it, we had to get, day one took some getting used to. It did because the, uh, the girls were there. Then day two took a little getting used to, but then we, we once figured we figured it out, it out now we'll know. All right. So that Question. is week one of ACL, week two next week. Week two next week. Oh, and I have so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Pull up a chair. I'm only just one thing so much. Table topics. You think so? Oh, totally. All right. This is one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Okay. What, what are you about to ask me? What, what, what is this whole thing? How are you different from everyone else? How are you different from everyone else? Ah, that's a good, that's a very interesting question. I don't know if it's a good one or not. How are you (laughs) different than everyone else? I walk a line that is sometimes purposeful, sometimes told to me after the fact, usually by you, of caring too much what people think and not giving a crap about what people think. And I, depending, I guess, on the weather, on the temperature, on which way the wind is blowing, one of those two things usually gets me into a situation where I need to apologize later. <laughs> I, I, that's the, you need more than just a Does few seconds. Caring, car- caring too much about what people think about me. I know, but is that something that makes you different from other people? No, no, no. The difference is that I'm, I alternate, I vacillate, I go back and oh, forth. Oh, well, I think that's your difference. Yeah. Is that you, you have a, you have a I've dual got, personality I've thing got going on. a filter that only I understand when I understand it. And it, it, it makes for interesting social situations. Would you agree I, with what I said? Um, now there's probably better things that make me different maybe. from everybody else. Well, I, I can tell you one thing that definitely makes you different from most people. Okay. Don't offend me. I'm not going to. Don't hurt my feelings. Well, I hope this doesn't upset you. Go ahead. Well, you're adopted. That's it definitely true. makes you different than every person in our house and everyone I know. That, uh, rewind back and I'll just say that. No, I, I'm adopted. Yeah, that's true. I was adopted. Well, that's at probably part ten... of that along with some other things that we've talked about. It's probably why you do the, why I do the other thing. Right. I'm not pleased with my answer, but I feel comfort, comfortable that it is an accurate answer. Well, I hope we'll get back to talking about you being adopted someday. I'm sure we will. It's, got, it's bound to come up at the dinner table. Yeah. What makes you different from everybody else? I don't know what makes me different, but I'm definitely different. I agree. One of the things I remember about being a young child was that my mom used to tell me, because I would, I would say, they say I'm weird. People say I'm weird. And, the, and my mom would say, you're not weird. You're just different. And that's okay. It's okay to be different. You should be different. Be different. I think that the hardest times for me, which is probably why I talk a lot about how hard it is to be a teenage girl, the hardest times for me were in that time in your life where you're not supposed to be different for a girl, for a teenage girl. And I look back on those moments and I remember the girls that stood confidently in their who they were, and they were different. And they stood confidently in that. Your same age? Yeah. I so, remember a girl from high school. I can't tell you what her name is, but I remember a girl from high school. 
And she was uber cool. And she didn't really give a shit what anybody else thinks. She didn't, she wasn't a popular girl. She wasn't disliked. She wasn't super pretty. She wasn't ugly. She dressed cool. She had a nice, an interesting car. She had a, a cool little coupe thing. But she didn't, she did not care what anybody else thought about her. She didn't fit in. That made her very different, I imagine, because that's what that same age group and is that, most concerned with. And that's who I am. That's who I am. Were you that way naturally, or did you use examples like the girl that you just described to come to terms with that's what you wanted to be and then create that for yourself? No, I think that's who I am. I mean, I think being the girl... When you saw that girl who didn't give a crap what anyone thought and was just herself, did you say, yeah, I'm like her? Or did you say, I aspire to be like her at the time? No, at the time I didn't... I, I, she was just kind of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about her that much, but she was kind of a weirdo. She wasn't. She didn't run in any of the popular crowds. What What year are you talking about? How old? Well, that was probably ninety ninety five ninety six ninety seven. No, but I mean, what, how, how old? How what age? What grade? Seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. That age range. But um, I uh, I'm I've always been different. I've always made different choices than other people made. I mean, I think of like trying out for mascot. You know, mm-hmm. the cool girls, the pretty girls. They, they were, tried we out for were, cheerleader. We were cheerleaders. Right. We, the pretty girls, were cheerleaders. That didn't match me. Also, I, I ran over my leg with a riding lawnmower. That'll be a story for another day. So I didn't have the same abilities that some of those other girls had. And so, try out for mascot. I was great at it. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. It's super fun. I made it a thing. I did it for three years. Mm-hmm. That was different for someone in my class that's, uh, that's the, such the, a good example i don't mean to tag on to you i don't mean to ride the coattails of your story but one of the interesting things about us is that i was also the mascot in high school i think you should tell us that for sure well my point being that when i tried out for mascot and i don't know if you had the same situation the mascot was a girl cheerleader female cheerleader that knew she wouldn't be able to get cheerleader if she tried out for cheerleader it, it, she it was mostly cheer- that back then. She wanted to wear mostly. the cheerleader clothes. She wanted to be called a cheerleader. So she might get into the mascot suit for 10 minutes during oh, a game. Oh, see, we didn't do... I, I, I was never a cheerleader. Yeah. I was a mascot. I said I want to perform in that mascot suit for the entire game. And as I understand it, because you could only be a senior to be a mascot at my school as compared to... You just said you did it for three years. Uh, I tried out as a sophomore. Yeah, I wish that I could have done that. But I think that I changed it. I lettered as a cheerleader. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Even though I wasn't a cheerleader. Right. (laughs) But I think I changed the trend of that for at least a few years. Yeah, I hope I did too. And I, you know, and I I look around at some of the schools now and I, I, I do see a difference. I do see that the quirky, weird kids... Not the not cool kids. The quirky kids yeah. are the ones that end up getting to be mascot. So maybe folks like us actually changed it from being the kid that wanted to be something different to the quirky kid. I don't know. I went to mascot camp. Yeah, I did too. And it, it was always the quirky kid. I got a spirit stick. I did too. I oh won. No, I didn't get a spirit God. stick. I won. Like I, I was the best mascot. Oh, we at didn't the, have that. At the, and it was a UCA camp? Yeah, they didn't have that for some reason or another. Huh. Whenever I did it. This has been a very satisfying dinner table talk. Very satisfying. And I'm glad that we have the ability to break... Uh, to break... Break bread with our friends? Break format. Oh, break format. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were we, we go to talking ACL? about breaking bread. Did we miss anything? We didn't eat anything at the show at all. 
We tucked in for that Ethiopian food, knowing that our next meal would probably be at midnight at Magnolia. I think that was good for the first day. All right. Day two, next week. Day two coming at ya. Until then. I was hoping that you'd sing a little bit of November Rain. Nothing lasts forever. Even cold November Rain. Thank you again for joining us at our dinner table. We hope we filled you up. If we told you we would share something, you can find it at at our dinner table talks on Facebook and Instagram. And for all those Twitter users at dinner underscore talks, be sure to visit our website at dinnertabletalks.com or send us an email talk at dinnertabletalks.com. We definitely look forward to hearing everything you have to say at our dinner table.